1: If you're looking to throw some optics on your turkey gun this spring, look no further than the Vortex Defender ST. This is the red dot we're going to be running this season. We're excited about it. This thing's built like a tank, super lightweight, super long battery life, everything you need in a good turkey red dot. And if you want to get a discount on that red dot or any other Vortex optic, go to eurooptic.com and use the code SGN10 to get a discount. That's eurooptic.com, code SGN10.
2: Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
1: back, everybody, to another outro for the Southern Outdoorsman Podcast. Jacob, how are you doing? over Oh, there? doing great, man. That was a little weak on the intro, but <laughs> hey, gl- glad you're here, man. We're, <laughs> we're chilling out. We're not at the normal studio this week. No, we're not, and we don't have a normal guest this week. Instead celebrity guest. Instead Instead of the Dilla, we have a stand-in who's a lot better looking.
2: <laughs> well, I was hey. like, please don't relate me to an armadillo. <laughs> the,
1: you're a little bit prettier than an armadillo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the
1: beautiful, lovely... Angelic Miss Tiffany Ho- uh, Maxwell, not hug <laughs> anymore.
2: I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's, where's the to clap be- thing? Uh,
1: we don't have the, the soundboard turned on. We can't do the clap. Oh, wait,
0: how how long have y'all been married now? And you just call <laughs> her by her maiden name?
1: Two years. Two yeah. and
2: a half two years. Two and a half years. And, and years. <laughs> it's coming up in December, What's worse,
1: at, Well, cause, okay. In my defense, we, we've been together since 2013, so uh I just said, she's been Tiffany Hogue a lot longer than Tiffany Maxwell just a few that's weird why did I just revert back to that <laughs> getting get, get nervous <laughs> all right so Tiff. <laughs> uh,
0: well Tiff since we got you on the podcast you know we just did this awesome episode with uh uh Chase Parker and uh, Haynes, Riddle. H- Haynes Riddle of course had Michael Perry there as well and uh we want to get your take on like what it takes to kill big bucks because you know these mm-hmm. guys are extremely successful and and, and clearly, you know, with you being the wife of Andrew Maxwell, you, you've, I'm sure you've had conversations <laughs> with him about, you know, big deer and, you know, what it takes to be successful.
2: Yeah. Well, I've never killed a deer. Um, I also don't go deer hunting that much. So, um, no, Jacob just face palmed. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You should have just lied. Tiff, you're in a hunting okay. podcast. Look, t- one time. time, me and Tiffany went <laughs> hunting. The first year they put antler restrictions on the WMA we hunt. Yeah, yep. The first year they, we, they put them on, I took her out there and we were just sitting in a power line. And she just read a book the whole time. I'm like, quit reading the book and like pay attention. And like, it's it See how he talks
2: to me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, pay attention to nature. It's beautiful. And then these two, I mean, just, just big old honking spikes come out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it's walking across. I was like, get the gun up because I didn't know it was a spike, and you couldn't shoot spikes. She gets the gun up and everything. She's just she's ready to kill it. She flips the safety off. I'm like, wait, no, 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 don't shoot it, don't shoot it, don't shoot it. She's like, are you sure I can't shoot it, dude? She was calm. She was cool as a cucumber. Well, see, that's that's what happens, dude. You know, you give them great opportunities, and then you just take the opportunity away from them. Now she she acts all all like proper and ladylike, but I've seen this woman just mark <coughs> some squirrels.
2: That's not true. Yes, it is. That is not uh, I, I, true. I. we need some
0: examples. We need some Tiffany stories for Andrew Maxwell. Uh, Andrew, like. I
2: shot one squirrel, and it was Andrew shot at first and didn't shoot it that well. And so it didn't kill it. And so this poor squirrel was just, like, up in the tree, like, like I suffering.
1: I don't think it happened that way.
2: Yeah. And then Andrew was like, all right, Tiff, you got to finish it off. And I was like, well, I can't just let this poor squirrel suffer. And they taste pretty good, so.
0: Hey, she, she likes eating squirrels. You can thank old Ben George for that, I'm sure. Yeah.
2: Definitely. Benny makes some really yummy squirrels.
1: Yes, yes he does.
2: I think my baby would have a heart attack if she hurt heard what I was saying.
1: we we'll just send her a copy of the podcast. As
2: <laughs> She'll be yeah. like, my granddaughter?
1: Oh, yeah. Her,
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, her grandmother. Yeah. But,
2: um anyway, so I've killed one squirrel, but I've never killed a deer. So, I don't know about big bucks, but... <laughs> 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 I mean... I feel like I've heard a lot of stuff.
0: All right, Tiffany, what is your conversation with Andrew? We're just gonna make this the Tiffany show. Oh God! So, so Tiffany, what kind of conversations do you have with Andrew when it comes to hunting? As in, like, what does that conversation look like? Oh Lord!
2: You hunt too much. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> she crack, She cracking that whip, son. <laughs> oh, you taped that up. Oops. Okay, Tiff. All right. So, so like that conversation normally looks like with hunting. Like, I mean, do y'all ever like? Does he ever talk tactics, strategy? game plan of what we're doing in the morning Oh, dude. Um, there do.
2: was one there was one thing oh, what was some funny stories when,
0: about this i know you got some
2: yeah there was one thing that he said one time that just really caught me off guard <laughs> and it was like when, when we were in the woods and he was like all right Tiff, we got to find a buck bed and i was like okay and he's like like soon i've got to pee and i was like
3: no,
1: what?
0: not a
3: boatman. That's
1: great.
2: Oh, a scrape. <laughs> okay. And
3: he was like, like soon. Like, <laughs> I
0: was like, dang, he's supposed to make himself a home, bro. Let him, know <laughs> be, let him know the big dog just walked in. I was <laughs>
1: so confused. <laughs> no,
2: okay, a scrape. Sorry. He was like, we got to find a scrape. And I was like, okay. And he was like, like soon. I've got to pee. And I was like, <laughs>
3: All right. And then he, he's like,
2: oh, look, there's one right there. And he goes over there and just starts peeing on this thing. And I was like, what are you doing? And, and he was it was at like, that
1: moment she knew she was going to marry me. <laughs> oh, this, I was this, like, this is pre-marriage. I
2: was like, man, he really had to pee. And he was like, what was it? You were like, going to make it smell like a man or something. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I regret bringing it
2: here. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> man,
0: oh, greenhorn Maxwell over here. Oh man. No, that, that, that's good. No, so so Andrew had a had a, He verbally told you, hey, we gotta find a scrape or what you, you said a buck bed because I got a pee really bad. Because he's not he's not gonna waste you know as Doug Durden said that
1: Buckman juice. Yeah, the Buckman juice. So to, oh, you know God. go out there. That's
0: highly sought after.
1: And you know don't you know. Hey, let me tell you, it works too. I mean, seriously. You I, pay in the scrape; they'll be there within 24 hours most of the time. They're checking it out. Look at her looking at me right now. She's like, no, they won't.
2: <laughs> Y'all are weird. <laughs> Y'all do some weird things. You, sh- you,
0: should, you, should, you should hear from some of our listeners.
2: I'm uh, concerned. Uh,
0: we got some, some pretty hardcore people on here. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. I know it.
0: So, all right. So, Tiff, we got th- that story out of the way. So, okay. All right. So, deer season versus turkey season. Which one is, do you Ooh. feel like Andrew's more obsessed
1: with? Which
0: one's more
2: intense? Oh, uh, turkey season for sure, currently, because it's, like, a new thing. So, Andrew jumps whenever he starts something new. He's super obsessive. And so, he's, like, he's been deer hunting, like, forever, like, his entire life. Uh-huh. But he had never turkey hunted until, like, college, like, the end of college. So, it's still, like, relatively new, So I feel like he's more into turkey hunting because it's, like, a new obsession. And then now it's starting with, like, fly fishing.
3: Uh
2: (laughs) Uh-oh. And then once he goes through everything, he'll go back and he'll be, like, oh, my gosh. Now I feel like he'll go into some, like, some other kind of antler animal, like, get really (laughs) into, like, elk or, like, moose or something. And that will, like, bring his obsession back to whitetails.
1: Okay, then
0: that's what actually, so like, psychoanalysis <laughs> so, my wife there so tiff is uh, am, am I hearing that you're going to help fund a moose or elk trip for Andrew oh is Have that you see, it, okay. is that what I'm, is that what I'm hearing listen
2: okay so um we're moving and the house oh. that we're moving uh-huh. to uh-huh. Uh-huh. has a really really pretty um stacked stone fireplace in a two story living room mm-hmm. and beautiful it is just dying for an elk or a moose um,
1: Golly, that's what I'm talking about. I love you. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> what, what's it called in Elkware? Oh, uh, like mount. Your, your Euro mount.
1: European, P- or as Renella calls it, freedom. No, mount. I, no, that's a <laughs> so freedom mount. Who came up with that? <laughs> but it's I like it, the
2: fireplace know. is so grand that yep. if you just put like a little, like, white tail Euro mount up there, it can be a little
0: bit more. I was going to say, what you trying to say, so
2: Adrian? I am like, I do want him to. Go on a miss hunt or an elk hunt. Uh, really, preferably in an elk hunt because elk is really yummy. I've never had miss.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I could forego Arkansas and just do Colorado this year or something. Or Utah. Utah's got over the counter tags, right? Isn't it Utah? We don't want to talk about it.
0: Jacob's like we gotta keep it I was like should
2: you tell everybody where you're going
0: no they're they're draw they're draw they're not over the counter they're draw but they're like really easy draws interesting yeah
1: is that where Mm -hmm. you know who yeah Yeah. kill a big old bull
0: yep but anyway anyway so it's if you want Andrew to to kill a bull elk Mm -hmm. so you have a European skull mount for the big fireplace
2: yeah what would you be hunting if you went to like Arkansas
1: White-tailed deer
2: okay why in the world <laughs> are you going like 20,000 years away to hunt something that you can hunt like okay, but, five minutes <laughs> oh, away baby. because they're bigger <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey hey listen don't let the Arkansas boys on the podcast hear you say that oh yeah like, don't be talking about that Arkansas yeah, no, it's just a
2: different place.
0: No, hey, Tiff, he's trying Why to – Why wouldn't he, you go hey, hunt he, a
2: different animal?
0: He's trying, he's going to hunt black bear and get you a nice black bear rug for the house. that's so going to look really pretty. Yeah, I'm like a black you, bear. You, you, you didn't see my black bear. I just got it back from taxidermers. Oh, my God. Beautiful.
2: Who is it? I saw a it's, picture. Tiff, it's Pepper's
0: favorite thing at the house. Really? Oh, my God. I can't keep her away from it. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Do you
2: have the whole, like, mouth open No, thing? I got the mouth
0: closed because the mouth open feels kind of trashy.
2: I'm not trying to offend anybody out there I saw a picture on on Instagram one time Of like these two kids like (laughs) posing with the bear Like smiling I was like (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no,
0: no, I'm not like I mean, I guess some Texans do it right And they can do okay with a mouth open But all the mouth opens I saw I did not like They looked very, not cartoonish But they didn't look right
2: Have you ever seen the movie Uncle Buck? No Okay. You're
0: asking the guy that doesn't watch a lot of movies because yeah. you already made fun of me about that earlier.
2: I have. Okay, well, in in the movie, or maybe it's not Uncle Buck, it's the one with um, that same guy, but uh, the great outdoors. And with um, John Candy, and they're at this cabin, and um, and he comes in, there's this bear with, like, his mouth open, and it's really cheesy. Like, really, really cheesy, and that's all I can ever think about is that movie whenever I see a bear rug. Mm-hmm.
1: No, mm. well, mine's mine, mine looks. You ought to check out Michael Perry's trophy room. Yeah, he's got like he's got <gasps> about six full body mount bears in there.
0: Oh I mean,
2: my god, that's
0: uh, impressive! I think he got six black bears, and I think cause I think they have. I don't know, it's a lot of black bears. And they have he's got the full body Arctic grizzly, and then two full body <laughs> brown bears. They're, mo- they're monstrous. Those suckers that tear you tear you limb from limb. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: How big is his house? If that's like the trophy room, this trophy of crazy. room is
1: about the size of this room we're in right now. Yeah, like the whole, like the whole, like this whole area. I mean, it is stacked. Like oh he ain't got much room left. <laughs> nah, yeah, I did kill killer. But um,
0: all right, so Tiff, so so it
1: sounds like I got full permission to go on a Western elk hunt.
0: Yeah, but so but anyway, so so when he goes to Arkansas though, go for white tails, but also black bear too. So.
1: Yeah, you just want to roam the country and, you know, go hunt in cool it's places.
0: New, it's new exp- hey, Tiff, it's, it's, like, it's like from your perspective, you go to a new place, you go shop to a store you don't have access to, but it's like, you go to, like, Charleston or someplace. place. Like, uh, I got to go here. Well, I mean, you could shop here, you know, something similar, but something. not the You are going to the, same same to the name, summit, But you're going you know? yeah, to get what you go to Or somewhere. you
1: could go to 12 South in Nashville.
0: Yeah, but, again, so far for us, instead of shopping, it's like, yeah, like, you know, we're getting stuff that we could get back home, but it's a different experience, and that's what we're going for. Exactly. But it's
2: like going to the beach and going to the shrimp basket it's like that's
0: fine it's still seafood
2: no it's not the same you if you No, but that's like lower quality
0: but it's not like lower quality we're not saying like this is like lower cro- quality like hunts then why are y'all trash talking the shrimp basket i'm
2: not i'm just saying if you want to because like okay when that we were in that auburn corporate advertisement
0: was coming in until
2: just then <laughs> when we were when we lived in auburn we would go to the shrimp basket all the time it was so good and I'm sure at the beach it's still really good, but why would you go somewhere that you can go at home when you could go get like oysters somewhere? You know.
0: Well, other, I'm not going to talk about oysters because that'll probably divide up our listenership. But you know.
1: Well, couldn't you get like the same stuff that you get at the, like at stores in Birmingham as you get in stores in Nashville?
2: No. <laughs> no, you're wrong
1: I mean, shopping, shopping
0: Same thing, you yeah, know, hunting, hunting yeah. But anyways, anyways, that's my analogy I'm, No, I'm, you I'm should definitely
2: go do like an elk or a moose Or um, something like oh,
0: that I see dollar I'm not,
1: I'm not going to complain about this conversation at all I see dollar bills flying <laughs> Okay, so Tiff,
0: instead of instead of that boat y'all going to get Instead of a pontoon boat, Andrew's going on a moose hunt Because that's what that pontoon boat, that moose hunt going to cost
1: Actually, yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate well, yeah. in a Arkansas, right. how much is an Arkansas license for a bear and a <coughs> whitetail? Uh, it's it's over, it's like
0: 350 maybe a little bit more than
1: that. All right. Let's switch that out for elk. That's, I don't even know. Six.
0: Well, yeah, depending on where you're going, like between Colorado. Five, five to six, yeah. If not, maybe a little bit more. Five uh, to
1: 600 for elk? I thought it'd be like a thousand bucks.
0: No, it's um, uh Montana.
1: Montana is a thousand. Yeah, Montana,
0: but it's also a combo for that much, I think. Montana is very But, like, again, no, I'm not, I'm not, it's not like I have the game rigs in front of me. This is just from past experiences I'm looking, but I know a lot of them jacked their prices up recently.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, so, friends, if anybody feels the need to donate to our um, <laughs> home decor above the fireplace. Join our Patreon. on our Patreon. <laughs> 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 oh,
3: Which tiff, great. They can
0: find that where? They can find our Patreon where? Patreon.com forward slash the Southern thesouthernoutdoorsman.
2: There you go. Bingo!
1: I
0: dig Is there it, like a
2: link on Instagram or something? There's
1: a link in the show notes of this podcast. You, you should go down also there and find it.
2: Y'all should also put a link on your Instagram.
1: It's there. It's there. A link. It's there. Or a link. Yeah, the link tree link on tree. Instagram has got okay. the Patreon account, so everyone can go uh, go look at that and go check out our Patreon. That'd be helpful. Um, by the way, random thing here. Shout out to the guy who hollered at me in my truck in uh, in the drive-thru of <laughs> Chicken Fried in Chelsea, Alabama today.
3: <laughs> that was
1: hilarious. <laughs> we, were, we were waiting on our food in the drive-thru to come over here to do this podcast, and I hear this dude in the truck behind us go, Southern Outdoorsman!
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I heard it. Like, we had the window rolled down because we were in the drive-thru, and then I just hear, like, a really faint, and I was like... Am I hallucinating? What'd you hear?
0: I I want to hear the Tiffany version of this. (laughs) It was
2: like, I don't know, I can't do it. But it was just a really quiet, like Southern outdoorsman. Southern outdoorsman. Yeah, something like that. And I was like,
0: Was it was it excitement or was like pissed off? It was excitement. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's different tones. Like what kind of Southern
2: outdoorsman? What are you doing? (laughs) 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 No, it was like I was like, man, I just like very faintly. I think. I Like, there's no way that I just imagined that, though. And I turned to Andrew, and I was like, I think somebody just, I think I just heard something. He was like, wait, what would you hear? And I was like, I think somebody just said Southern Outdoorsman. And Andrew hangs his whole head out <laughs> the window, like, turns his whole body backwards and was like, bro.
1: Like, i was like what up man <laughs> he was
2: like he was like man i listen to your show all the time man, this dude
1: had a whole conversation out the truck window.
2: i mean he's like literally hanging out he's like out yeah man window. i hunt so
1: and so i'm like oh i hunt there too yeah so shout out to that guy um what you looking at there tiff
2: i was looking at your link tree on southern outdoorsman
1: it's very impressive isn't it
2: its
0: is. it's a little overwhelming
1: yeah i need to take some mm-hmm. of those links off of there um, all, right, all
0: right, Tiff, back back to these Maxwell stories. I, I'm, I'm thoroughly, we're thoroughly enjoying them. Tiff, <clears throat> some of our listeners have heard this story, but some haven't. What well, what's been your know. your experience duck hunting with Andrew? Oh,
2: God. <laughs> all right, so um, I need
0: some back. We got to have some backstory here. Like, what 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 caused this trip?
2: Just well, just a few minutes ago, we were down at the pond fly fishing and Andrew's in the little canoe kayak, whatever it was. And um, he was like, come get in here with me. And I was like, no, because you will absolutely flip me into the water. No faith in me. No no faith because (laughs) we're going duck hunting. And I'm like, I love duck hunting. Like, it's fun because it's like you go and you're not sitting there for 20,000 hours. And you don't have to be super quiet. You can have the puppy with you. And it's just more fun. So I love duck hunting. And we were in the boat. I was having a good time. It was like two degrees outside. What is it?
1: It was tw- it was in the 20s that day.
2: Yeah, in January. So it's two,
1: just added a zero behind it. But yeah. 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 In <laughs> January. Low exaggerating though? going on here. Yes, it was in January, and okay. it was like it was about 22 degrees. That mo- it was oh. cold enough that the water, when it when I got water on my uh, shotgun barrel, it froze. Like it beat it up and froze uh, on uh, my barrel. Right, just
0: so, so, back um,
2: so Andrew's being really sweet. Like whenever As I go usual. out, whenever, whenever I go, <laughs> 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 whenever I go out to the woods with him, most of the time, if I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go home, then he'll be like, get his stuff and let's go. Um, and so I was like. The dogs have been in their kennels all morning. Like, I'm really worried about them. I don't remember what happened. I was just, oh, I had the um, camera on the dogs. And oh, Bridger started whining. And I was like, oh, we got to go back home. Because Bridger started whining. And so he was like, okay, that's fine. So he, like, starts getting his stuff together. Goes to grab the duck decoys um, out of the you're you're in,
1: you're in the canoe at the time both of
0: y'all yeah are in the canoe. yeah okay, we were, we're both
2: g- in the canoe and he reaches I'm down i
1: pulling up the jerk rig I'm trying to yank the anchor up out of the boat yeah
2: mud. and so he's like trying to do that and then he like turns his body in such a way that just immediately flits the canoe <laughs> over okay <laughs> he's wearing waders and I mean not a drop of water on him he's just like I perfectly fine how, how do, I go do, how head how? first okay the uh, <laughs> just wait. I go head first okay the boats <laughs> flip completely over I go head first into the water the first underneath thing to touch
1: the boat the water is
2: her face <laughs> okay underneath the boat so I'm like oh my god I'm drowning this boat boat is on top of me and I'm gonna suffocate because like the boat's on top of me, okay? (laughs) And then I'm like flailing around like, oh my God. I'm I'm not a great swimmer. Okay. Like you can ask Andrew, anytime that I try to swim, I can swim like a at the beginning, but then I just um, like start sinking a little bit lower and lower and lower. <laughs> so I'm not a very, <laughs> not a That's very good That's called drowning. Swim-
0: <laughs> okay. They don't call that swimming, Tiffany. So I
2: uh, I can swim, but just not very well.
0: <laughs> okay. You can float for a limited time before <laughs> okay. you start
2: sinking. You're, okay. like, hey, you're like, so you're like a bobber like with
0: a hole in it, and it it's slowly filling up with oh the water. My yeah.
2: god. Okay. So oh i so I'm like, oh my god, I'm not a very good swimmer. I'm just flailing around like I have a life jacket on, but I feel like the life jacket is like pushing me down under the water somehow. And so I'm like, this is it. I'm drowning. I'm dead. And then all of a sudden, Andrew pulls my life jacket up and rescues me. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, thank God. And then he was like, Tiffany, put your feet down. And I mean, it's like knee deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's so freaking shallow. I don't even, I don't even know how my full head got under the hey, water. Hey, you know
0: what they said? Toddlers can drown in a five gallon bucket and Tiffy can drown in knee deep water. So. <laughs> Apparently yep. I can. Yuck. And it's and like, flailing, dude. <laughs> I'm so funny. I, mean, I, I didn't know it was that shallow. Out. That's hilarious.
2: I mean, it was literally like, it was probably flailing, right, like knee deep. Tiff, on, on like
0: zero, like from zero to 10, how, what did you get?
2: Every, she could not I mean, have got like, literally soaking. Yeah. soaking wet. I mean, my entire body. Did Andrew was have underwater. waiters for you? No. no. Oh. Um. So, because <laughs> <but laughs> side note, waiters freak me out. So that was my own fault.
0: It was really dumb. We should really <laughs> talk about like why waiters. Freak out. That's sounds <laughs> going to that conversation. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> okay. we ain't bypassing. Okay,
3: Tiffany, what? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I
2: I'll, Let me finish telling this story uh-huh. and then I'll talk about waiters. Uh-huh. Okay, so it's like knee deep, and then Andrew's like, "Babe, are you okay?" And I was like, uh-huh. Okay, and he's like. Um he's like okay let me let me get all my stuff like we'll we'll go and he I mean he's rushing so fast and he's like are you okay are you okay and I'm just standing in the water and I'm like yeah i'm fine now like i'm i'm pretty warm and he was <laughs> like okay and i'm like literally shaking so hard that i'm like mean, a it, chihuahua yeah like a like a little little wet chihuahua, okay, and I'm just, like, shaking, but I'm, like, n- I'm perfectly fine, like, I'm warm, like, it did not, the water was not that cold to me, and Andrew's, like, that, like, <laughs> that's, like, all hypothermia. The listeners are like, all the listeners
0: are like, yep, she's got hypothermia.
2: <laughs> like, <that's> literally hypothermia, <laughs> but I'm telling you, like, I mean, I was so warm, for real, I was like fine. Yeah, all the first fine. responders
0: like, yeah, we gotta get her back. Yeah, <laughs> <to> the <truck." laughs>
2: so, and then we go get in the truck, and he's like, take your socks off, all this kind of stuff, and then I start getting like freezing, and I'm like in the truck, like literally, like, <laughs> 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 like it was terrible, and so I I don't go um, duck hunting in the boat anymore. It kind of freaks me out.
0: Well, I'll say if you've, if you've, if uh, boop, boop. if Andrew gets an actual boat. Duck or like boat for duck hunting, and not a kayak, it won't be as bad. But yeah, yeah. so listen, we know we know it's really funny. So Andrew, this one time, me and Andrew went on a kayaking trip for hunting, deer hunting. And I almost uh, flipped the boat like five yards off the oh, side. Oh, I heard uh, that. You I felt bad. Killed my husband. But, but for well, it wasn't your husband at the time. Just to be honest. Okay, this that's is, fine. This then. is pre. This is pre. All that. Yeah. Um.
2: Actually, I don't know. We're all engaged. No, we were. Oh, so,
0: that was a that was a lot. So, that's 2018. See, so, that's just boyfriend material. That's all right.
2: I can find another one. that does Any time. That's, that's not. That's not. That's not, <laughs> that's not that big of a deal.
0: Um. Then <laughs> no, we put a ring on for you. Know, now we're. <laughs> you, know, now, you know. Now. Now we're. Yeah. Get people's hopes up. Okay? Oh man. No, but. What I was trying to get at is he was so worried about me flipping over, and the next thing y'all know, y'all going duck hunting, he's just tipping kayak. Or canoe oh over my round. god! So you know that's and, different. He's like, and he's like, I, and he's like oh, I
1: grew up with a kayak or I grew up with a <laughs> canoe. I had a paddle in my hand, dude. <laughs> and he's over there flipping the kayak, ki- the canoe over, oh, a little man. tipping it. Oh yeah, we've told that story on the podcast before, Jacob. We get five feet from the boat launch. It's eighteen degrees. It's two o'clock in the morning. And I mean, we we almost flipped. this kid in is, and a roaring river. too. I mean, a flooded out river, like literally, so like, dangerous, so like, dangerous, like, so stupid. Like
0: literally, nobody would ever recommend doing what we
1: did ever. No, ever, ever, ever. I'm talking about you fall and they find your body 18 miles downstream, or hung up on a freaking some yeah. tr- trees under the water and everything. Oh yeah, pinned
0: to it. They almost flipped. Like, us even even oh your stepdad, gosh. even Mike said, or who like has exp- like very experienced whitewater kayaker, yep. was like, that is like stupid conditions to be in. Yeah. Uh, Andrew
2: likes to go into water when it's absolutely dumb. What?
1: That's fun. We, we we call it the Maxwell effect. Hey, but hey, we had a great deer hunt
0: that morning. Why don't we, we don't we don't have to rehash that one out? It's it's a fun one. We'll have to say that one me for another outro for a fun story. Cause we're we're, we're it's the Tiffany show here today. Oh gosh. Right? <laughs> so we're getting Tiffany's taking off. Okay, waiters, I'm not letting this get by. you. All right. What, what what freaks you out about waiters?
2: All right. You walk into somebody's garage. All right.
0: You mean your garage?
2: No, uh, Well, this didn't happen in our garage until, like, much later. Now, this is, I was at, maybe it was my friend Jess's house. So, my best friend growing up, her dad was really into hunting. And that was, like, my first experience with, like, somebody that was into hunting. So, maybe it was her house or cabin that it was. But I walked into somebody's garage. And then I just see, like, a person in, like, in the corner because all the lights were off and I just see this person just like stand, like hanging in the corner and I was like oh my god it scared me so bad and then I realized that this person doesn't have a head and I was like oh my god
0: how how old are you when this happened? I was 19
2: (laughs) (laughs) 21 and a half now I don't remember how old I was I wasn't Are we talking talking grade
0: school, middle school, high school?
2: Maybe like High school? No, 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 not high school. Maybe like Fifth grade. I okay, okay, don't okay. Even that's, that's, that's fine. I mean, I was like, well, you can, old sca- enough you can scare an 11 like year old, 12 weird. year
0: old, I mean, 11 year old pretty easy. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so, and now it's just like, that's all I see. When I see waiters, I just see a headless person and it just, it still just gives me the heebie jeebies. That has like no it.
0: arms. They just it have has, yeah. legs.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've never thought about just it, not leg. having that's arms.
0: Legs and torso chasing <laughs> after you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it'd, okay. it'd be different if it was a dry suit over there for freaking, like, you know, oh. wintertime, like scuba diving and stuff.
2: Have you ever, um, heard of the headless horseman on Halloween?
0: Yeah, no, tell me about it. Okay, so,
2: um, you know how you leave cookies for Santa, and like if you don't leave, <laughs> where's this going? If you don't leave cookies for Santa, then he's not gonna bring you presents, right?
1: And then he's gonna send the headless horse <laughs> no,
2: no, listen. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, I have a point to this story. Okay, so if you don't leave cookies for Santa, then he's not gonna bring presents to you. And then on Halloween, I don't know. I can't believe that you still have a head. Okay, so on Halloween you have to leave a carved pumpkin for the headless horseman, because he had his head chopped off, and now for Halloween he chooses the best jack-o'-lantern God as his bless head. God bless you. God bless your. Parents. I've never heard that. In and my if life. you don't, if your, you don't leave a, if you don't leave a carved pumpkin out, then he'll steal your head.
0: Okay. What? Uh, <laughs> all right, Tiff, look, your parents are great. Tam,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Tam and Steve. Tam and Steve, God bless
3: them. <laughs> God bless
2: that was actually um one of my <coughs> one of our friends, Miss Brandy, that she had like a Halloween party every year, and she's the one that taught me about that.
0: Yeah, those people are weird. So.
2: <laughs> it's yeah. pretty fun. No. But, so maybe that's why I think about waiters that way, because I'm just like, now I just see visions of the headless horseman chasing me around trying to steal my head. <laughs> oh
3: my god. Hey,
1: so another kind of hunting that Tiffany's got some experience in. Rabbit hunting. Well while we're getting a little bit of rabbit hunting. She told me she's traumatized from rabbit. I, don't, I don't, you
0: know. Oh really? Yeah. Why are you traumatized? what I do? Taking her through the thick stuff, take her through briars. Oh, uh, I was just uh, really uh,
2: angry that <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> day. Because, listen, Andrew doesn't carry her Snickers around with him, so you know yeah. you know, she gets hangry and it's all it's mm. all there. Mm. All right. So
2: if I wake up really early in the mornings, I, like, cannot eat before a certain time. Like, it just makes me so nauseous. I cannot eat before a certain time. But then at the same time, if I don't eat by a certain specific time, then I get more nauseous. And so whenever I wake up to go hunting, I'm just, like, immediately, like, don't feel good and just want food <laughs> and... Uh, tired and it's, it's not a good combination. So we go rabbit hunting with Mr. Benny, which makes it more fun because anything with Mr. Benny is more fun. Um, uh, everything's good. I've got on like a relatively cute outfit. A cute outfit, you're
0: rabbit hunting. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, so I mean, it's relatively cute. Thinking like, Andrew's trying to like kill Jacob with some alcohol poisoning or something. Um, But so we're going through and everything's good. Everybody's having a good time until like the end of it. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. Like it's like almost lunchtime. I'm starving. And Andrew's like, okay, well, we're just going to go through this part right here. And I was like, okay, that's not bad. And it's like a mile and a half of literally like crawling on the ground to get through Briars. It was terrible. So my arms are like super scratched up. And um, I'm, like, just literally, like, bleeding Mm -hmm. from briars. Normal rabbit
0: hunt.
1: When you think turkey calls, think of houndstooth. Houndstooth Game Calls is a company based right here in Alabama, actually based out of Tuscaloosa, and they have been making some of our favorite turkey calls since 2012. Y'all head on over to their website, see what they got. They got a little something for everybody. They have a huge selection of different mouth calls, different cuts, different reed configurations. I like to go on there and get five or six different mouth calls and just run them, see which ones I like the most. You know, some days I might like the KB hen, some days I might like the ghost cut. Some situations I might like the country girl call, you know, that I can cut on really hard, where on other situations, I might like the All Pro that I can get a little bit softer on. Bottom line, there's something for everybody and something for every situation. And hey, you can get 15% off of your order at Houndstooth Game Calls by using the promo code SOP24. That's SOP24. Use that promo code. It'll get you a discount and it helps out the podcast.
2: Are you serious? Oh, That's a normal rabbit hunt?
0: Yeah, I got photos of every rabbit hunt and I'm bleeding on all my orange in my face.
2: Why do y'all do that? That's it's terrible. A, they, they taste good. That Okay, well, y'all can have fun with that. I'll eat them. But I won't. <laughs> I I just hate any briars. I hate briars so much.
0: Well, We live in the wrong state for that.
2: Probably so. But
0: so. But rabbit hunting... Not, not your, not your, not your favorite. I
2: like the actual like dogs. hunt. I love having the beagles there. I love like.
0: G- give us a good beagle. What does a beagle sound like when they're, when they're chasing? I, I
3: head? can't even. <laughs> I <laughs> right, want to
2: hear. The dogs. So beagle. there's like <laughs> literally like thirty. Tiff, give us a good. Tiff, give
1: us a beagle. Give us a beagle bow.
2: Oh, I just did it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we typically run 15 with Benny
0: 11 either 11 or 15 yeah, I talked to some guys that were some other rabbit hunters and they were like dude that's a lot of ra- that's a lot of dogs it's so many dogs like most guys are like dude, like dude we run like 8
3: max
2: okay so imagine that you are um, you just killed a rabbit and then these dogs like just a, a pack of like 15 dogs come running down <laughs> and literally like I mean, they're tiny beagles. Like, they're not beagles. like they're not like my mama's beagle. <laughs> they're like they're tiny. It's like beagles. a forty-four
1: inch waist <laughs> beagle.
2: <laughs> okay, so they're not like sweet buddy. They're tiny beagles. But these tiny beagles literally like scale your body, jump up and bite your butt cheek, and mm-hmm. are just hanging by your butt cheek trying to get this rabbit. Okay, and there's like fifteen of them surrounding you, and
1: yeah, I, I learned how yeah. to quickly quit that, keep that from happening. Oh, Tiffany saw it happen to me. She saw one bite me, I mean, right on I the I mean,
2: literally, like, he had a bruise, like.
1: Yep. I, I, was, I mean, but... I'm talking about last time. She thought she thought these beagles were going to take me down. I literally <laughs> she, thought I, that they were going to kill him. I saw fear him. in her eyes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I really, I honestly did. I was like, Hunches oh, my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> that
1: was a hell of a way to go. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: I mean, they were ferocious. For well, that.
0: They, no, they are. Is it was that Fred's or Jeff uh, uh, Jeff's dogs? Yeah. What
2: was the actual beagle's name? She was tiny. It was.
0: Uh, what is her name? Well, Dixie? the one that
2: bit you was like, yeah, the Dixie's. Dixie's ridiculous. so cute, man. She, 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 bit, tiny. she bit me on the hand but when I was trying to go her
0: a Yeah, rabbit. she like, goes not, crazy. Not like on purpose, but just like just got it. I was like, you son of a gun! So no, dude, they start jumping up on me. I just I just start like hiding, and I'm just like, get out! I'm getting out of the place. Man, there's
1: Dixie and Fred and. Uh, Man,
2: there's a bunch of them. Dixie was the one that she was like jumping up. Like, literally, she would jump up, and this teeny tiny beagle would jump up, and like her paws would like jump off of his chest. Like, it was ridiculous. But then there was this one, like, kind of chunky one. And of course, okay, so Fred, he was pretty chunky for like <laughs> this size of beagle. This was been course, early season. He he's in shape the yet. one that jumps up and bites Andrew's butt cheek and literally is dangling there. <laughs> I was Fred, like, Fred's a big old boy. Most of
1: those dogs have biblical names. Um, there's James and John, a couple other ones. James <laughs> is a good looking dog. I remember James. Yeah. Um, I remember what's funny was hunting Matthew, with Benny. Mark, benny Benny's benny been hunting with them for 30 plus years, probably 40 years maybe and uh and benny benny was he'll be out there and last time we hunted we were out there oh he calling he's, by he's, he's calling my name like, he's like come on sarah come, on sarah, come like, on sarah he's like we ain't had a sarah in <laughs> like 15 years <laughs> just like we
0: ain't had a sarah in
3: 15 years <laughs> 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 oh, my calling some dog.
0: oh that's funny That oh, is so yeah. funny dude man yeah good times <laughs> all right tiff now what's what your take on dove hunting with andrew
2: Oh, I like dove hunting, especially when there's dogs. Any kind of hunt where there's dogs, any kind of anything where there's dogs, I love. But dove hunting's pretty fun. I've never done like the opening day dove hunt where you're out there just like getting crispy. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) a a good way to put it. Half the day. I've never done that. I've just gone like a couple hours maybe.
0: Little Wednesday shoots. We're We're doing some monster dove shoots on the farm this year. Anthony already told me. I was talking to him today, and he's like, "Dude, the amount of doves down there right now is crazy, That's like, just right about. now." So it's uh, it's gonna be awesome. I'm very excited. So yeah, y'all have to come down there. I'll show you, show you the honey holes. And I, I was telling some guys, "Oh my, God. what podcast was that?" There were some guys I was talking about. We we're talking about tactics and stuff. I went, like, "Dude, there's a strategy to dove hunting, like especially if it's not flight land. Even if, well, even if it is flight land, because f- they have like flight paths depending on, like what the tree tree lines and stuff are like." But it's just one spot's a saddle up on this big ridge that drops off to, like, where the big field is. Oh, yeah. And they when they come over that ridge top, they normally come through, like, within shooting distance of that saddle, if not right through that saddle. If you sit there in that saddle, which is, like, a low spot in the ridge, Tiff, so it's, like, a little low spot. If you sit there, when they fly, they're only, like, maybe fifth – they're probably, like, no more, like, 20 feet above you. Like, it's a very easy shot right there. But if you get down the field way down below, which is probably 60 feet below – you know, they're pretty high above you unless they're, like, coming down the hill. Uh, if they're just flying straight across over the top of the field, like, you know, you're skybusting them. But, yeah, that spot's, whew, man, it's
1: awesome. Mm. Found talking about w- map scouting for doves, man, it, hitting up the topo map.
2: Man, that just got super loud. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, no, yeah, no, <laughs> dude! Fa-
0: dude, no. Fa- <laughs> dude, fa- found that spot back in 2020, and uh, it's my go-to now. So we're going to run a fire, by the way, like, uh, in August. We're going to do a real kind of, like, kind of a. Uh, Late
1: growing season fire. Y'all need any help on that burn? You
0: call oh, me. Oh, it's going to be awesome. No, no, for sure. And we're going to – I'm, I'm, I'm going to have him burn that spot specifically so, like, Pepper can get in there and, like, actually retrieve some of those does that fall in, like, that oh, real thick yeah. stuff. Uh, but then we're going to do the other side of the field too, um, which is going to look really, really awesome. Uh, but, anyway, I don't know how we got a side track. But, yeah, so dove hunting. So dove hunting is fun. Mm-hmm. So anything with dogs. So, so, Tiff, what is your take on, um, you know, y'all got Boone now. Mm-hmm. Get your little bird dog. A baby. Yep. Yeah, baby. You know. So, what is your take on you know hunting with dogs? So hunting, do- hunting with dogs is more fun than just like what you think of like for like deer hunting stuff like that. Like, yeah, for you'd sure. rather go rabbit hunting, squirrel hunting. Have you? No, she's never been squirrel hunting with a dog, has she?
3: <laughs>
1: no. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Well, I have, bet.
0: I bet you'd like that. Running through the woods, chasing a dog that's like bang.
2: Yeah, I like hunts that are more like active where you're actually where you can be talking or you're like well I would say walking a whole bunch but when I when I say that my definition of that versus Andrew's definition is vastly different so I like where you can just like kind of walk like you it's just hanging out Andrew loves leisurely
1: stroll yeah
2: a leisurely stroll I guess Andrew likes to speed walk like he's a 50 year old woman on Thanksgiving Day <laughs> trying to get a can of cranberry sauce. Hey, <laughs> I mean, it's what, like. What
0: an analogy. <laughs> I, I actually enjoy that analogy. That was a good one. I was wondering where she was going with it. But yeah, you know.
2: So, th- I mean, that's how he walks through the woods. And it's like he'll be going up Mount Everest and he is walking that fast. And I've just got a little bit of. Little little bitty legs trying to keep up with him and then he just turns back around like every like 15 minutes or so and he's like you good bed." i'm like yeah hey, hey. <laughs> and then he's like all right cool let's go
1: now you know how i feel jacob's the same way
2: yeah jacob and i are on the same wavelength when we come to walking when it comes to walking like we'll be going somewhere with the dogs and Pepper, Boone, and Bridger are all, like, just running, going all over the place. Andrew's a good quarter mile. Yards. Yeah.
0: Oh quarter mile. Quarter mile. <laughs> 400 <laughs> yards up there. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's like, I mean, he's he's pretty far up there. And then me and Jacob are just sitting, standing back there like.
0: <laughs> dude, I'm like, that's, that's, listen, when I go, like, <laughs> hiking with Andrew, it kind of sucks. I'm like, dude, this is terrible. It's like, see, I, I'm like a diesel engine. Like, I'm not fast. But I just keep on going. Like, just keep, keep on trucking. <laughs> We're just keep trucking, okay? Like, it don't stop. Andrew, you know he ain't the fast. I'm like again, like I can't imagine going scouting with uh with Haynes. But, oh dude, got a tall dude, dude man. yeah, legs He's got for days. stride to him, bro. One step for him would be three for me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, within five minutes, that sucker would be a legit quarter mile from me. I mean, he would be out there. But like, but uh, you, Andrew freaking gets it, and it's like, oh man, you'd be there like, dang I'm, I'm like, okay,
1: especially like on like uh like going up hills. I like go going up, going up hills. Look, is, dude, my okay. philosophy, look, I have a very specific way that I walk up hills because if you go if you're going up the hill and you stop, every time you stop, it just sucks more because then you got to get going again. And if you just keep going, no. And you get to the top, then you can sit there and rest and you're good. What but about? if you, but if you stop three or four times, you got to get going and it's just like it hurts more. Oh my god, you're s- I don't think I don't agree with that at all.
3: It's true. Yeah. You,
1: you, you know, it's, ca- it's called endurance. Well, no, look, right. just endurance. look at the ground. Look at your feet. Look <laughs> straight down at the ground. Don't look up. Look at your feet. Uh, straighten your back out. Have good posture. Yeah. All, right. all right, engage Mr. your a core character. a little bit, and and walk up the hill, and you're good. It's not hard. So that's how you walk up a hill properly. That's yeah, weird. You you straighten your back, engage your core to have good posture. Don't, you, don't 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 uh, swing your shoulders, you know, side to side like we are just like kind of walking. <laughs> what you know, are you doing? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking no, about? No, I don't. Andrew,
2: I've gotten i've I've really pointed out Can how terrible Andrew's um, body language is lately. I mean, it's like. We'll be sitting in a restaurant and he's just like.
0: Posture or body language?
2: Both. Okay, it goes together. So we'll be sitting in a restaurant and he's like hunched over, elbows on the table, just like Like staring at his food. Yeah, staring at his food, just like. Like, go into town. Okay? He, he, does hold I a, mean, he
0: does hold a fork like a caveman.
2: So. I mean, he does. Like, it's <laughs> bad. Okay, so. Like, He's death group that they
0: like, hit that fork and get
1: away
3: from him. It's
2: like, we'll be on a, we'll be on a date at, like, this nice restaurant. I might nice have to shag somebody with
1: it if they're trying to get my food. <laughs>
2: yeah, for real. We'll be on a date at this nice restaurant. And I'm just like, I mean, are you? It's nice to see you here. Like, Are you you having a good day? I love you, too. He's wearing his
0: his T-shirt and shorts and some some tennis shoes.
2: And just, I mean, literally just hunched over the table like that, okay? And that's how he, like, walks, too. And it's, like, (laughs) like, he just, like, hunches over and just, like, carries himself in a way that, like, it looks like he's always, like, angry or upset or something. And Nick pointed it out when we were over there this past weekend, like, training dogs, he was like, dude, like, you're bumming your dog out because oh, he <laughs> looks so sad. Yeah,
0: he, he gave off a weak vibe, bro, Oh real. gosh! Oh, okay,
1: gosh.
0: So
2: because his body language is like that. Like, his posture he's is like, just, like, so soft. Like, and then I finally convinced Andrew Uh-oh. to go to the chiropractor, and he's gotten hooked on it. And so now every day he's like, you got you to straighten your back and engage your <laughs> 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 So it's like...
0: So Tiff, how's that going to how's that going to relay over to the honey? This is because
2: honey I mean that's what he was just talking about like walking up hills. Look, look, I like-
1: discovered that years ago. If you if you like engage your core and you keep your back yeah. straight engage and you your- don't and you don't let your upper body move a, a whole bunch. If you keep your upper body straight, you don't tire out as fast. Because if you're just like walking and you're like going from side to side and you're like hunched over and everything, then you have to, like, recover from that. So if you, like, lean a little bit to the left, you just got to lean back to the right when you're walking. I'm telling you, there's something to all right, this. All
0: right, so um, engage your core. So, what, like, what
1: when is, you're, are we Okay, when you're walking, podcast? like especially when you have a pack, okay, when you have, like, a heavy pack on, you're carrying a tree stand. If you keep your back straight. Is
2: that your pack? Uh,
1: that's, that's my core. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: if you keep your back straight and, and you walk and you uh, – You don't let your upper body, like, bob around to the left and right. You keep it straight.
2: I think that's probably also the case. I mean, that's the case for everything, but also the case, I don't know, because I've never sat in, like, an actual, like, tree stand or saddle saddle or anything. But, like, I feel like that would be the case for that, too, just to, like, keep yourself steady when you're trying to shoot, whether it's, like, a gun or a bow or whatever it is. Like, you need to, like... Sit up straight and, like, engage your core. And that would, like, maybe help you with accuracy also.
0: I know it does with bow hunting. Yeah. I've done it, especially, especially in the saddle. Um All right, guys. we, we got to get off this course. I'm like, what is this, physical therapy? God, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm trying to think. Any other we – get, we get, since we got Tiff – All right, Tiff. Okay, Tiff, we got, we got to tell us about this because, you know, we're getting to that last quarter of the podcast here. <laughs> Recently – I have impacted y'all's life as Adrian Farley has impacted my life. Oh, when it comes to fly fishing. Tip's are looking at me all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, fly yeah. Fishing. listen, chill out, dude.
2: I was like, what are you talking about?
0: <clears throat> so, Adrian Farley, our good buddy, uh, of course, has been on the Southern Outdoors and podcast and also recently uh, on the Southern Waters podcast. Actually, it was just on this week's Southern Waters podcast. So, today's Friday. Tune over to the Southern Waters podcast. And uh, listened to a very fun episode with Adrian. And we actually talked about fly fishing for bluegill. And I interviewed him about a month ago. And he told me, and it was for actually a post-spawning crappie. And he told me, he's like, Jacob, he said, man, you need to get a fly rod and just learn how to throw it. And just go out and try to catch bluegill and, and brim and stuff. Because it's super easy. It's fun to do. I'm like, man, okay, I'm going to do it. And I've got this little cheap Amazon combo for like 88 bucks the reason why I say 88 is a weird number but that's exactly what it cost and uh, a little five six weight rod uh, five weight reel just you know the whole nine yards and started going out and you know being terrible at it still am but like better, much better now than what I was a couple weeks ago casting wise and started having success that Andrew saw mm-hmm. I was having fun with it and I came over here and I had one of my old fly rods which my grandfather gave me which I never used uh, and you use that kind of have some fun in the tiff you kind of mess around it. and the next thing I know Andrew's buying a fly rod set up, and so is Tiffany. Mm-hmm. So what's what's going on there? Because today was a pretty interesting day because uh, you actually caught your first couple of fish on the fly rod. Yeah. All by yourself.
2: So um, I have my own fly rod, and I've got a cute little case that I'm going to get monogrammed. Um. <laughs> <laughs> of, course. What, 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 of course. what
0: case? Which case are we talking about? The, the, for, the butt, uh, for, for, the for the fly rod? For the fly rod? Yeah. Okay.
2: Um. But, so, it's it's cool because I have, like, my own thing. And I have my own, like, fishing rod that's, like, got, like, a little bit of pink on it. It's pretty cute, but I have no idea where that goes. So, it's just fun to have something that's, like, yours and that, like, it brings me into Andrew's world with, like, hunting, fishing, whatever, but it's, like, also mine. And I think that that's helped me, like, get more into it because, like, is something that's actually mine and it's also like it's also in my opinion just a lot more fun fly fishing than regular fishing because you're just like doing something and as Andrew puts it I'm like a lot more gentle than he is like he just when he was uh, fly fishing today, he's just, like, whoosh, whoosh, throwing whoosh, whoosh, it, like, whoosh, yeah, like, <laughs> super hard. Cool. I'm, I'm like, bro, <laughs>
0: you're about to snap that fly off, so that popper's about to go airborne, but anyways. So <laughs> like, just over like I grew
2: up doing, like, ballet and ice skating and stuff like that, and so <laughs> it's, like, it just comes a lot more natural to me. So, I like fly fishing because you're, like, constantly moving, and it's, like, more gentle. You don't have to, like, worry about, like, being too, like, being strong enough or whatever. It's just, like, easy and fun. And, yeah, today I caught my first three fish. Mm -hmm. Well, technically four fish. No. No, No. no, I definitely.
1: Okay. I I I want the listeners to hear this. What was the fourth fish, the technical fourth fish? All right, friends,
2: I need y'all to go, like, leave a review or something like that, and let me know whether you think that I caught this fish or not, because I definitely think I caught this fish, but they say no. We need to so,
0: see what the fish looks like. <laughs> I keep going, too. All right,
2: so this fish was like the Loch Ness Monster. It was huge, okay? <laughs> so I'm fishing in the pond, and I caught this fish, and I go to set the hook, and then the rod just, like, keeps going underwater, and then all of a sudden the rod, like, Flips up and I was like, "Oh man, like, I didn't get it." And then I look and I'm like, "No, like, technically I caught it because the fly is still in the fish's mouth." Oh
1: my god! But it broke the line, hey, I
0: don't know so it
2: technically I caught it. It was just the fish just happened to be stronger than me. <laughs> I think me.
0: he caught your fly. <laughs> I don't think that you. Hey, caught by, it. by the way, I don't know if the listeners picked up on this. She had mentioned Andrew, I don't know if you picked up on it. She had said, "I threw, had a fly out there, and I caught this fish." And my rod went under. Like, you used to work the term caught as, like, hooked. Uh-huh. Which is interesting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I not, caught they're, it. They're, they're not synonyms. No. They're very different. They're no, very no. Different. I caught the fish. You just gave him a sore but lip. The line,
2: but the line broke. And so now he probably has a sore lip and maybe an upset stomach because he's got part of this fly in his stomach. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> but it was such a big fish that it broke the line. And I was like, I definitely caught it. And I would have had it if. <laughs> and you would have had it. You I can't catch had it
1: and not have it.
2: Yes, you can. No,
1: that's not how any of this works.
2: Yes, it is. That's how it works in my world.
3: Okay.
1: Then what is it when you get one to the bank and you get them in your hands? Like the other it? three. Yeah. What's the difference? They're caught, caught. Mm.
2: <laughs> They're caught. And released. <laughs> 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 oh, oh my gosh! Released back into the pond, or released in my cooler. We're,
1: no, we release them back into Lake Crisco. Lake Crisco.
2: Crisco. But <laughs> batteries, like you crust. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> but. I definitely think that I caught that fish. Y'all are just wrong. Oh,
0: okay. All right, so tell us about the other three fish that you caught, though. Because uh- I, I want to try to talk about, like, like what do you like about fly fishing and all that kind of stuff. But let's talk about these other three fish that you caught. Because this is your second or third day throwing the fly rod.
2: Yeah, today was my third time actually um, using it. And the first time was over here, and I was just getting frustrated because there was, like, a lot of – Weeds and trees and stuff, and so it just kept getting caught up. And also, I was like, whenever I c- I don't I can't start with like a whole bunch of what what is uh, it?
0: This, uh this fly line out.
2: I I can't start with a whole bunch of that out because every single time that I try to do it, I always like got it tangled up and literally like tied knots in it. Like it was impressive. Um, and so I learned the best way for me is to, like, start with just a little bit of the fly line out, and I hold it, like, hold it, and then, like, practice false a couple cast. of times. False cast. Yeah, so I'll false cast a couple of times to, like, just get the hang of it and make sure that, like, I'm not going to get it tangled up. And then I'll let it go when – no. I hold on to it when I go back and then let it go when I'm going forward just a little bit at a time. And so –
0: Just got to feed it out there. Yeah.
2: Yep. No, so, you, you
0: did good today. You had some really good casts. Um so why do you like it more than like normal fishing? Like say like whether it was like with a worm and a bobber.
2: Um well anything. I think at first I was like I I've always kind of been I don't wanna say like drawn to fly fishing, but like I've always thought that fly fishing was cool. Cause I love anything that's like more preppy and more um, like. Uppity. Oh well, y'all like definitely uppity.
0: y'all definitely need to listen to that Southern Waters podcast episode because we cut that crap out. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I,
3: that's what I told. That's what I told
0: Adrian. might like, listen. The one reason I never want to do fly fishing because I felt like it was a very like elitist thing. And they come to find there's a lot of good old boys that just don't care and they're just out there
1: freaking getting it done. Freaking great way to catch Bruno.
0: So,
2: um, so I was like, always thought that that was cool. But then Andrew started getting into it and I was like looking at the flies and I thought that it was cool, like how realistic they looked. And, um, I don't know. I guess I just tried it out and it was fun because you're, like I said, you're just always moving and it's, um, It's a lot easier to get into, I feel like, than regular fishing because it's not like, I don't know. I just feel like with regular fishing, there's so many things that you have to know ahead of time. And fly fishing, it's just like easy to tie it on, throw it, learn, once you learn how to cast, it's pretty easy to like get into, you know.
0: That's a good point. Perfect, perfect uh, segue over to that Southern Waters Fishing Podcast because we actually dive in very deep on this topic of Intro into fly fishing. And it's not from a technical perspective. But it is from a, like, go out there, get some gear. Don't worry about spending, like, the most of my money possible. Like, do you can do, like, what I did. $89 full kit, okay? Like, literally came with flies for $89. Backing line, floating line, leader, the whole nine yards. Um, for, like, less than 100 bucks, And go out there and just learn how to cast on your yard or whatever. And then go out to your local pond or lake or river and target bluegill because they're everywhere. Brim everywhere. You can catch them, you know, pretty much everywhere you go. And you can learn how to not only set the hook, but your presentation and all that kind of stuff. And then you can figure out whether or not it's something that you truly enjoy uh, and maybe want to sink more money into it. You have a little bit better equipment and uh, kind of take it more even more seriously because I'll tell you one thing. After doing it for like I guess four weeks now, I am fully addicted. It is awesome. Like you said, like it's, it is very. Addictive. It is like it is way more just from like a fun aspect, like I love bass fishing, love cat, love bass fishing. Catfishing is great, but still boring, but crop, love crop fishing. But when it comes to like overall excitement, especially on a top water popper, like Tiff, that's what you're using, that chartreuse that little popper that you caught that bass on today, and uh, that second bluegill. Those, watching a fish come up and hit that thing on top of the water is excitement. It was like you caught a couple of them, like pr- like not right on the bank but right off the bank, and when they came up and hit, it's like you could see them coming up to the bait, like swimming up to it, and you could see like the wake, and then they just smash it and it <laughs> set the hook. And you're like, oh, they got a fish! It's like, oh, this is awesome. Um, so yeah, it's it's super fun.
1: But yeah, so you D- got that with Adrian coming out.
0: Oh, it's already out.
1: Yeah, already out by the time this drops. It's already
0: out. So go ch- go check it out, guys. Go over to the Southern Waters Southern Waters Fishing Podcast and uh, check it out. I'm I'm telling you, you'll you'll thoroughly enjoy it. Even if you never even thought about fly fishing before, uh, because again, I always thought fly fishing was more for like, kind of like the elitist, just, you know, as Tiff said, not really preppy, but just a certain type of person would fly fish. And I quickly realized like it's not necessarily the case. Like there are those people out there, but there's a lot of people that just target the same species of fish that we target, just they do it with a fly rod, and it's an absolute blast. Mm -hmm. So highly recommend you go listen to it. It might get you excited enough to actually go out there and, uh, and uh, try it out. And actually, I put, a, put a, a little note out there on the podcast at the very end that if after listening to it, if it encourages you to go buy a fly rod for the first time and, and try it out, shoot us a message and let us know because we'd love to hear about, you know, any kind of success like that. And also make sure you leave us a review about, you know, your experience after that podcast, you know, trying out fly fishing for bluegill. Um, because I think it's going to impact a lot of people. It's, it's something that's really interesting. Again, it's just you know, another reason to go out there and have an a absolute blast on the water.
1: 100%, so. dude. I love it. Um, to to wrap up this week, we actually got a bunch of new reviews that came in. So we got a bunch of reviews to right, read. t- Tiff's reading them. Tiff, you have to read the first one. This is from the legendary reviewer that uh, he he's back. Okay, so I need you to read this one right here. Give his name. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that one.
2: No, I'm not saying that name.
1: Big Buck Nuts.
2: All right. It's getting to be that time. It's five-star review on May 18th. It says, well, 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 I see you boys been leaving cameras out. Y'all pretty slick hanging them high. Some of y'all need to work on camera pl- placement, though. Anyways, it said... <laughs> I can't I
0: said this. it last year. I said
2: it last year, and I'll say it again. Y'all going to be wasting your time chasing after me. Might as well keep listening to Southern Waters Fishing Podcast and learn how <laughs> to fish since some turkeys whipped everyone's butt and I'm unkillable.
1: Legend, Big Buck Nuts,
0: uh, is back in the reviews. So Absolutely. Uh, got another review that came in. This is from your local cable guys is the name. Can't stop listening five stars. I'm glad y'all are back to whitetail content. Seriously, can't stop listening. When are y'all going to get some more Flatland Killers? Well, boy, uh, old local cable guy. Uh, we are working on that right now and have some great guys that we're going to get on from a couple interesting states. Yep. Uh, so that will states be, we
1: don't have a ton of people from.
0: Yep, so that will be coming out, uh, of course, this summer uh, in the next you know, month or so. So definitely stay tuned for that.
2: Okay, and then there's one from Kyle.
1: Yep, Kyle. Island in
2: georgia um great stuff guys mine's blown it's five stars it says long time listener first time um reviewer thoroughly enjoying the show especially lately on the buck hub shows mine is blown on all that info but i'm trying to apply it to both my flat southeast georgia farm as well as my rolling hilly southeast ohio farms too Question for part three. For a week-long rut hunt, how do you key in on buck hubs during the peak rut time of the year? Tactics to find, set up, and hunt them in a week. Also, what's the difference between some random scrapes on road and field edges you find pre-rut versus the main scrub, scrubs, scrubs, versus the main scrapes that are found in the buck hubs? Thanks. Can you answer that?
1: Well, we're going to have uh, Paul and Shane back on later. That sounds like a question like right up uh, Paul's alley, especially. Yep. So absolutely. We're, we're definitely going to answer that <laughs> one, so stay tuned for that. I think we're probably going to do it sooner rather than later, depending mm-hmm. on everybody's schedules, because uh, we've gotten so much good feedback from that
0: episode. Yep. All right, so this is from Jason McCulley, and titles great podcast, five stars. I've been listening to the podcast for a little while. Recently... I was happy to see all the turkey hunting content. The episode with Mike Pentecost was outstanding. Mike is an American treasure, and the interview was on point. Listening to Mike motivated and helped me kill a big tom opening day. Nice. I already brought, I already bought three of his calls. Thanks for the help, guys. It's a great podcast, even for a Yankee in upstate New York. Wow! <laughs> Looky there!
1: Looky cool.
2: there! You know, I used to want to live in New York when I was um, when I was younger. I wanted to be a fashion designer, and I had I wanted to go to um, New York Art Institute of Art, whatever it is. Um, and but Andrew and I were like dating at that point, and I was like, "Oh, oh I want to do this," and he was like, "I can't move to New York. Like <laughs> nobody hunts in New York." And look at that. There's a Yankee in upstate New York. The hunts. Alright, um, I don't even know. Come on, to. teacher. Okay, well, the name of the name of it is Huge Success. It's like BMW oh. zero 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 zero. I really appreciate the re- relatable topics that you guys cover. I've harvested four great deer over the last two years that can be accredited to your podcast.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think we'll we'll say the rest of these uh, for next week's outro. So that'll be perfect. But guys, appreciate everybody's uh, you know written reviews coming in. Y'all have been fantastic. We greatly appreciate them. Again, if you, if you haven't leave us, uh, left us a, a uh, written review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please do. Again, tell us what you love about the podcast. Let us know, and also let us know. You know, if there's any other specific topics that you want to hear on the podcast, leave those in the review.
2: And also, let me know if you think that I caught that fish. Because
0: I definitely did. I think Big Buck Nux is gonna is gonna give us a.
1: Uh, I think I think we're gonna get a definitive answer on that one. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Andrew, you got anything else? That's all I got. T- uh, everybody, stay tuned. Well, I wanna get asked Tiff. Tiff, you got anything else?
3: No. Well,
0: oh, dang. <laughs> that, that was weak. Uh, Tiff, you got anything else? Go listen to the
2: Southern
0: Waters. Oh, there you go. All right. Yeah, go listen to Southern Waters Fishing Podcast. Found everywhere, guys. And I appreciate y'all supporting the Southern Outdoors and podcast. Appreciate the support the Southern Waters podcast. And, guys, we'll catch you back here on this coming Monday's episode of the Southern Outdoors and podcast. Y'all stay southern. Y'all stay southern.
1: All right, guys, we're starting to get kind of close to summer here. And you know what my favorite part about summer is? the Mobile Hunters Expo. Y'all heard us talk about it a lot last year, and we actually got to meet a lot of you guys at that expo. We're excited to announce we're going to be there again. This time it's going to be in Dalton, Georgia, June 28th through June 30th. We're going to be there all three days. We're going to have a bunch of past podcast guests there. We're going to have a booth where you can come by and grab some merchandise, and I'm sure we're going to be recording all kinds of podcasts there. If you're unfamiliar, the Mobile Hunters Expo is the place you need to be if you are the kind of hunter that listens to this podcast. This show was literally made for you it is an excellent group of people that are gonna be there a lot of whitetail killers from around the southeast are gonna be there you're gonna get to talk to them shake their hand learn from them in person make some connections and guys we get a lot of questions about which saddle should i get which tree stand should i get what about this piece of gear what about that piece of gear How do I meet other hunters who want to hunt the same way that I do? You know, finding a good hunting buddy. The Mobile Hunters Expo is the place for all of that. So you guys don't miss it. June 28th through the 30th, Dalton, Georgia. We'll see you there.